What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with my host and co-coach. KG in the house. I was pretty clean. I might have to just, yeah. you know, I like that, co-coach. That was good, man. That was really good. So, yeah, that's a, that's a fun question we get a lot, too. You know, when someone signs up for online coaching, who are they working with? Man, they're working with whoever whoever they want. No, I'm kidding. Um, In reality, just... A lot of times people inquire and whoever's by the computer and, and, and sometimes we'll kind of make a decision like based off of our strengths and weaknesses. Okay, who's going to be best for this inquiry? But for the most part, like whoever's maybe got less clients that they're working with, maybe a bit more scheduling, uh, a bit more time. But the truth is, yeah, like if anyone wants any specific person, we can definitely take care of that as well. Yeah, we're and you know we're both getting in there. We have a private group just for clients where you know we're both helping each other out. You know we're more than happy to kind of assist each other. We go through how everyone's doing, and you know the summer special is ending. So if you want to take advantage of that, you know now is absolutely the time to do so. You know, kind of let us know your goals, what you're struggling with, and we'll get right back to you. You know, and we're gonna get back to you with a video and a game plan as to how we're gonna help you go from good to great. So you know now is a great time to do it. If you really wanna see meaningful change and you know take it to that next level and finally get in the shape you've always wanted, now is your chance. There's two ways to do that. How can they do that, Kyle? Just head over to our Instagram at Colossus Fit and send us a meaningful message based on where you're at, what you're struggling with, and why we should accept you, and we will get back to you 100% the same day as long as we're not sleeping, or you can head over to our website, send as much information as possible, colossusfitness.com slash online coaching. Once again, we will only respond if it's a serious inquiry and we feel like we can definitely help you out. And we always send a video back um, with with the kind of like what our program entails. So even if you're just curious, like, and you just want to see what's going on, we can definitely send a video to uh, help you out if it's a serious inquiry. But fun fact, um, even as Josh and I were saying, like, Who do you work with when you sign up with us? Um, Every Monday we sit down for about two hours going over everyone's progress and assessing everyone's situation. And because, you know, it's it's always better to have two eyes overlooking everything. So we'll look at like each each client's spreadsheets and just kind of see what's going on. And like maybe we'll see if, okay, maybe I missed something, but Josh has a suggestion to help someone else out. So it's kind of cool because you kind of get two coaches without having two coaches or having to pay for two. And that's kind of what we do with our online coaching process to make sure every person in our program succeeds. That's exactly it. So we just want to get started with that because we want to help as many people as we can take it to the next level. And I guess this is an appropriate time to do our client shout out. So we're going to shout out my client, Amanda. Do you want to just read um, you know, her testimonial there? Yeah, so it was really cool. I think one of the best like the the coolest thing is unexpected compliments when you're on your journey you know you're just kind of going about your day and people start to realize like a lot of times people are always looking oh the scale the scale the scale but like when people start seeing your progress that is the best feeling in the world so basically what she wrote was she said i went to the dentist yesterday sat down on the chair the hygienist looked at me all confused and says have you lost weight i squeal back I have. Thank you for noticing. It felt so good, but it didn't stop there. I go to check out and the receptionist does the same thing. Two different people on the same day notice. That tells me the results are getting more and more visible. I've hit my first goal weight and only have 15 pounds uh, left to go. This entire process has been amazing. I can already see my face slimming, my posture improving, my arms and waist getting smaller. My legs are too. I can't wait to see where we go from here. Thanks to Josh for everything from Colossus Fitness. So... You, just, I would, I think I'd pay you to read me stories. I, no, I that's actually pretty like good storytelling. You know what though? Like the way she wrote it, she actually had, um, she had like quotations and she had like a lot of, uh, what's it called? Like capital letters. So that's why I actually, it, it made it easy for me to read. Cause I just like went off. Yeah, it was pretty cool. 
<laughs> Random <laughs> side note. She's also a great writer. You know, that helps. Yeah. Um, no. But anyways, yeah, big shout out to her. If you go to her Instagram, you can see all these transformations. Uh, you know, it's really great to see, you know, and it really went past that. You know, she had quite the history and she was able to do a lot more, you know, even outside of her transformation, you know, just rebuilding confidence and, you know, regaining, you know, some things that were taken away from her from an accident. So, you know, it was absolutely fantastic. And, you know, we look forward to you being our next success story. Uh, let's jump right into quotes. So for my quote, um, I'm going to be saying that the person on the peak of the mountain didn't fall there. And I like this one because I think a lot of people, it's very easy to, uh, you know, even a fun story. Like when me and Kyle started Fitness YouTube, like fitness YouTubers were like the coolest thing. It was like, oh, like celebrities, you know, you spend a lot of time watching them, observing them, you know, they become like, you know, movie stars to you. And then eventually as you know, we grew our following, we got to meet some of them, hang out with some of them, work out with some of them. And you're like, these are just hardworking people. Like these are people that hustled and worked hard and, you know, they got to their peak and they took it to new levels. And, you know, it was just absolutely amazing to see that. So it's pretty cool, uh, you know, to have that realization. And I think it's just very easy, um, you know, even, I know Kyle's a big Dave Goggins fan. I've been listening for some motivation because he just, he does spit fire constantly. But he said how a lot of people, you know, like to look at the extreme or the successful and just say that they have an addiction or, you know, that they're unhealthy. And like, oh, he's only fit because he's addicted to the gym. It's unhealthy. He has no social life or, you know, they we want to paint people that do well as you know exceptions to the rule so that we don't feel insecure and inadequate ourselves um but if we can reframe that and just think no they work hard they hustle you know maybe someone has that huge mansion because they've really devoted themselves to their craft and done an amazing job or their great physique because they've been really focused or she has four kids and she looks great um because she she put in the work you know she said no sometimes like Things like that can just be a really powerful thing. And instead of having a victim, you know, mindset being like, oh, people are here because they have better genetics, they had better access and resource to me, not like, you know, take care of your own, you know, climb your own mountain and you'll find yourself up there. Awesome, buddy. Awesome. I love that, man. That's a that's a good quote. At first, when you started reading, I'm like, wait, where is he going to go from here? But now now it makes sense. Um, and my quote is more uh, fitness related. Um, it's just I, I was browsing on on Instagram and I saw I think their squat university, they've got some good posts on just squat mechanics and everything like that. They said, any coach can make you tired. Any coach can make you sweat. Any coach can make you sore. However, not every coach will make you stronger. Look for a coach that can help you find the results you want, not just give you a good workout. And I just thought this was powerful. Um, I think a lot of times, you know, when people sign up for personal training or even online coaching, they're just kind of looking for someone who's going to like beat them up or just like, you know, put together a workout that's going to make them sweat. Like at the end of the day, if I want to just make you sweat and feel like so beat up and stuff, like I, I could do that so easily, but like, that's not what it's all about. Like even Josh and myself were on a phone call with someone who, um, who hired someone for pers- for online coaching. I think, what did he say he paid? Like like 2000 a month or 2000 yeah, for- $2,000 a monthly. Or, or for a, a package, like two or three months, I think for 2000 Something like that. It was a ton It was of money. a crazy amount. So he, he showed us the workout. He put it up. Um, we're on a, a, a loom set or a, a, just a FaceTime call or whatever. And it was like 15 kettlebell swings, 20 Russian get-ups, which was like extreme, um, 20 kettlebell swings. Like it was just like the most insane thing ever. And it just looked like the crappiest workout I've ever seen. And like that's going to make you probably sore with just everything that's there. It's going to make you sweat. You'll probably be tired. But is it actually going to make you progress? And I think a lot of times, like whether you're in the market for a coach or not, but even just who you're looking to kind of get information from, like really look at what they're doing, you know, 
Um, when it comes to our online coaching, like we try really hard to focus on so many different aspects. Like we look at the physiology and just uh, every aspect of the entire journey. Like this week in our coaching group, our challenge is to focus on um, how to de-stress. Okay, so a lot of times people are on their journey and they're just trying to like beat themselves up like more and more and more. But at the end of the day, if you're constantly stressed, your your cortisol levels are going to be elevated. Like just basically when you're looking for you know a coach and just information like really pay attention to what you're looking for because someone that's always sore someone that can just make you sweat like that's not very hard to do so i just thought i'd share that with you for anyone out there um i think i can relate to it pretty well that was awesome that's a another really great quote um so i guess to just jump right into the questions i'm i'm feeling pretty ready to answer some questions and we've had some amazing questions asked and we've also been very blessed that so many of you fantastic people have been sharing uh, episodes your instagram story you know listeners have been going up we've been getting tons of amazing new episode uh, messages and you know everyone who takes the time to share it to their story of course we message you and we thank you but you know if you haven't yet and you can that means the world you know even if you don't think you're a big influence you don't got a ton of followers even if you got five followers you know and one person starts listen to the podcast that really means the world and that really gives me and kyle some fuel so you know it can definitely make our day by doing that so if you got a second and you know you have an episode you particularly like you know share that information uh what's the first question so i wanted uh to get some feedback from you um that's why i'm asking this as the first question but before i ask it just want to give i guess a bonus shout out i got i got a client text um from angela she said i have a win i'd like to share with you this weekend at universal studio was the first time in a very long time i wasn't pulled to the side outside of a thrill ride to check to see if i would fit into the seat i used to dread getting in lines for roller coasters but because of this um and would skip out on riding them because i was embarrassed so she's basically 20 pounds down now we've been working together for around 90 or so days huge shout out like this was probably honestly when i saw this i i like this is the best text in the world any coach can get but i wanted to bring this up because um she's been very like just very into it she's been very strict i give her a certain amount of calories and she asked the question she said since school starts next week food's being catered i'm talking jumbo muffins brownies cookies breakfast sandwiches like all that stuff my boss thinks it's rude if i keep denying the goodies but i have goals Right. So we obviously follow flexible dieting, but at the end of the day, like, you know, if, if I have you on 1500 calories or whatever it is, like, it's going to be hard to fit all that in. And, and a lot of people realize they don't want to fit that in. So basically, he said to throw it out um, or just like take it because it's making the department look bad. She's like, I don't want to take that kind of food home for temptation because my husband's trying to lose weight. Um, you know, she said a lot more stuff, but then she said, I've even said I've forgotten um, that stuff was being provided and brought home. How should I deal with this? So basically to sum it up, her boss is like criticizing her saying, hey, you need to take this food or like you're making us look bad. And I just want to see, I gave her some feedback through our, like our Marco Polo video that I sent back and forth for our check-ins and everything. But like, this is a tough one. Like I, I haven't really heard of someone. I mean, there are people out there, but like how, how do you address this? And like, what do you say to like, just deal with this, you know? That's uh, definitely a very interesting situation. So if I have it correctly, her boss is just kind of expecting her to bring food home. So like, yeah, like just like at least take the food, like either throw it out or like just take it and bring it home or like something like that. But she packs her lunch to stay on track with her macros and she's kind of getting criticized, like probably not too bad, but it's like he, he's like, hey, this is rude. You know, like you, you need to you need to stop making us look bad, which is 
in my opinion, pretty weird. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. I mean, yeah, hey, if he really wants her to take it home, you know, maybe you could take it home and portion it out or, you know, you could bring it to a shelter if that's something they would take in. I'm not sure if they would, but, you know, it's worth exploring that option because, oh. you know, maybe you could feed some people pretty good. Uh, you know, that'd go a long way. Once again, people that really do need that food and that could be a good solution all the way around. That it is a tough one, though, obviously, because yeah. it's very circumstantial. Um, but I, I think in general, you know, the question of how to deal with people pressuring you with food. I think, you know, I've even learned the more I've lived, you know, that the power of saying no is really, you know, really there, you know, because if you say no and you give an honest no and with good reasoning and you don't shouldn't have to spend 10 years to explain yourself, I think people will start to, you know, respect it and understand that, you know, it, and no is no and it means what it is. You know, if you just keep passively saying yes and inconveniencing yourself, you know, you kind of just end up hurting yourself or saying yes to things you don't want to say yes to. It can only, you know, really drive you down. But some things, when you just say no because you don't want to do it, it's like the most powerful thing in the world, you know. Sometimes there's foods I don't want to eat. And I'm just like, oh, I'm okay, thank you. Like, um, just not interested right now. And that's the end of it usually, you know. And people kind of get to know you as, oh, like he's just doing his thing. He's got his fitness going. So um, I, it's a tough one once again because it is so circumstantial. I don't necessarily know her, her situation as well as you do so i'm curious to hear uh, your answer as well yeah i just like i was like man i think this is incredibly weird that someone like oh you know is forcing you or trying to force you to at least take stuff but i really like what you said there like maybe even not necessarily bring it into your house like at the end of the day it, it when it comes into your house it's very hard to stay on track especially if you're someone who maybe struggles with binge eating or just like you know compulsive eating and stuff but i like that idea of maybe trying to find a homeless person and giving them giving them some food if they um if they want but um i said like i don't believe no matter what that anyone should have to force you to like just eat something that you don't want to or to take something that you don't want to like i don't care the circumstance like nobody will ever tell me you know, that I need to have this specific food. Like if I'm at my grandma's and she says, oh, you know, try this thing. Like, okay, I'll take a bite just to make her happy, even if I don't want it. But at the end of the day, at a work thing where, you know, it just you're at a meeting and stuff, I don't think that's right. Um, I And I also had said that I think it's interesting because, you know, like if you just say I don't want to because I have goals and I've, I'm 20 pounds down and I want 20 more and like for my health and this and that, like sometimes people can like judge like here and there. But if you said I have an intolerance, that I literally cannot have any of this food no matter what, then people leave you alone right away. It's kind of like comparing it to the alcohol thing. If like you're someone that doesn't like drinking um, and you're out with friends or whatever, and you say, I literally can't drink because um, I'm not like, like I just, I'm not allowed to for this, this, this. People are like, oh, okay, they'll leave you alone. But if you just say, I don't want to drink because I don't really feel like it, you'll get a lot of weird looks. People will feel uncomfortable. They'll feel like really weird. So it's just kind of funny how it looks, how, how it works. But I just said, listen, like, say no like at the end of the day i just i don't believe anyone should be pressured into that and i don't think it's right and the more that you kind of get used to saying no without like thinking and stressing about like their body language and all that it's just the easier it's going to get um down the road so yeah i just thought that was an interesting question i don't think anyone should be able to like pressure you i think there's a time and a place where you kind of say okay i'm going to try this little thing um in a different circumstance but like the more that you get used to saying yes i'll do it i'll do it i'll do it and then like they're gonna expect you every week to kind of grab it and look at you odd when you don't so that was a good question that's awesome what's the next one um we got another question uh, i got it from elise basically um she was asking like how 
like what are some strategies you have on not stress eating basically she said that you know a lot of times when stress builds up you kind of grab for some um some foods very often you know whenever it's in the house um how do you how do you not stress eat right i know it's a common thing i i don't really you know deal with that a whole lot i don't find that i stress eat but i know a lot of people out there do struggle um with stress eating so that's a that's a good question that's a really good question i think one of the best things you can do is just not keep stuff in the house that you know you will over consume uh for me you know like i couldn't just like have a serving of a bag of chips like if i start i'm gonna finish it same with like a little you know even though i'm not a big ice cream person like if it's there i like to finish food and i know i like to finish food so i try and limit it you know and i try to a good tip i've really been doing personally is trying to make sure i'm full throughout the day you know like if i know i struggle in particular when i get really hungry so you know if you feel stressed out you're not sure you know eat some really good food fill up on some veggies have some water have some lean protein and then you know maybe even something i've been doing too is like when i want to have like you know particular junk food or sweet i'll set a timer for 30 minutes after i finish my meal and sometimes when you eat you just want to keep eating you know you want more and then i'll set a timer for 30 minutes and then in 30 minutes i'll say do i really want it and if i want it hey i'll go get it and if i don't i'll say "Ah, okay perfect you know that did its job and i'll kind of wait there so those are two things i've been doing in particularly uh recently but I also like the point of, you know, if you're feeling stressed, you're feeling overwhelmed, like food isn't the solution, yeah. you know, it's just going to make you feel good for two seconds. And then if you deviate for your goal, you're probably going to feel worse. You're going to be more stressed. You're going to want to try and make it up the next day by doing more exercise and doing all these things. And you can just kind of put yourself in a vicious cycle. So I like to circumvent that by trying to be as logical about the situation. And, you know, I said it before, but just spending some time to really think about, you know, everything moving and all the things at play as silly as it may seem, uh, you know, in terms of stressing. But if you really think about your situation, why do I feel this way? Oh, maybe I just need to eat a good dinner. I, I eat a healthy dinner. I took care of my body. I have the stress, but at least I took care of my body. Like to me, that's a bigger win. So, you know, reframing things in your head can be very powerful. Oh, I love everything you just said. And uh, I'm just going to add on one random point. Um, I got this from the Power of Habit book that we've talked about many times that I just finished reading that a lot of times usually it's just kind of a, a habit. So you've kind of got it ingrained. So for the, someone that stress eats, a lot of times they're just so used to like as soon as they feel that stress, they're on automatic habit and just subconsciously they, they decide to pick up food, right? That's just the way they've done it for many years, right? So you have to kind of start to like kind of focus on the way you're feeling um, when when that feeling takes place. So for example, you know, you've had a really long day, you're absolutely stressed, everything's going bonkers and 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 your your cue is that stress, right? The routine is going to the cupboard, opening it up, seeing what's in there and the reward. So it's a cycle. So write this down. Cue, routine, reward. Cue, routine, reward. That's pretty much the cycle that it goes in. And this goes for alcoholic, for, for anyone who struggles with alcoholism, um, smoking, like any just any habit at all. It doesn't even have to be a bad one. So if you can really focus on this exact habit and focus on how to get a different, um, do a different like routine. So for example, the cue is stress. The routine in this case is opening up the cupboard and the reward is feeling satisfied for a little bit of time, right? If you flip the scenario and you start thinking about this, the cue would be stress. The routine could be going for a walk and then the reward will be feeling amazing or the routine could be meditating, right? So anytime you feel stressed, try not to, you know, try to break that habit of just going for food, going for food, going for food and switch it to something else. So a lot of times when I feel stress and, you know, even when, like I said this week, our goal is to focus on how to combat stress and different things is maybe I'll focus on maybe deep breathing or just doing something different. You'll still get that same reward. You're still going to feel like, ah, oh, 
you know, I feel relaxed, but you just kind of have to like really focus on like when you do get that feeling of, man, I need to stress eat, like even take a notepad and, and write down, okay, at 4 p.m. I got this feeling and at the same time, maybe you might be getting that same feeling every single day and then you can find a way to combat that. It might just be going outside to get fresh air. It might be calling someone and saying, hey, um, I just need to talk to you. Like there's so many different things. You just have to really focus on like what's actually going through your mind and the way you feel when you want to stress eat. And I think this can combat any bad habit or good habit that someone wants to break um, without a doubt, uh, like 99% of the time. That's awesome. And yeah, like once again, it it seems so outlandish to really, oh, I'm not going to think about how I feel, but some spending some time thinking and analyzing why you do things in general is the best. Like Kyle's point too of, you know, what triggers you to want to overeat? Like, you know, really knowing these situations, you can kind of, you know, once again, I know I'm using circumvent a lot, but you can work around them. You know, you can use it to kind of take place of that and then, you know, really avoid it. Like, even, you know, I love the example of, oh, there's fast food on my route home every day from work. Well, maybe it's because it's on your route home, you're hungry, you're tired at the end of the day, take a different route, boom, solution, you know. And if some people have way more self-restraint than me, they can keep a million chips, goodies, everything in their house. I can't, I know I can't, so I know if I want it, I've got to make myself go walk over, pick it up, bring it back and enjoy it. And, you know, a lot of the time, like, I don't want to walk and deal with that. And sometimes I'm like, no, I do. Like, you know, I'm going to make it fit. I'm going to enjoy this treat. I'm going to go out of my way to go get it and it'll be fun. And it even makes me appreciate it that much more. So really getting to know yourself, really getting to know, you know, how you respond to situations, what makes you want to overeat, you know, you can really just be on top of it in that sense. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the subconscious mind and just like the habits that we do and we don't think are like is pretty much everything because a lot of times just it's the way we're trained and I feel like a lot of times when people do stress eat or when they choose food as like that outlet you just kind of trained yourself to do that and and I've always I've I've never really struggled with this too much but I do know just from you know looking into this a lot and trying to help people kind of combat it and learning more about habits and stuff that that is something that a lot of people like you know if you've done this for you know so many different so many years like it's going to be hard to get out of that but just you know one day at a time just try to focus on different habits train yourself and you can really do anything um do we have any questions fitness not we got another nutrition one but i want to try to you know maybe go into some more workout stuff oh this is a good one i know it doesn't mean a ton but what are your favorite pieces of cardio equipment for the best bang for your buck so we just made a couple posts recently on our instagram about cardio equipment and what our thoughts are and some of our favorite pieces so this is a really good question this is a great question so sorry was it top five um uh just favorite pieces so maybe oh, we can pieces. go yeah like three five so whatever even yeah we had an excellent question in our group you know what's a lower-ish impact um cardio that i can do with minimal equipment you know or at my house and once again i think you could debate whether it's low impact but to believe to me i believe it is you know it's just plantar flexion involving your cab primarily it's pretty gentle on the knees obviously you have to you know weigh it to your specific circumstance but one of my favorite cardio sources ever has been skipping skipping is just beastly if you like if you haven't done in a while try skipping for five minutes with no breaks like if you mess up just keep going and you will be wiped you know and it's an easy way to mix in with some tabata and when you're skipping you shouldn't be jumping you know trying to touch the stars you should be just getting off the ground doing little hops it's excellent for the calves and 
when I really wanted to shred out, you know, I just go outside, do four minutes of Tabata skipping, and wow, the effects were just phenomenal. You know, jumping is really underestimated, and of course, the problem with big jumps and jumping in general is it can be a little tough and not very low impact, but skipping in general, especially with a speed rope, is just beastly. Like, I really, really do recommend giving that one a shot. So that'll probably take the crown for me for, you know, at home, kind of easy to do, nice and cheap. And then for my favorite one at the gym ever is probably the Stairmaster. And I, I say favorite because I respect it. It's not necessarily the one I've done the most. The one I've done the most is Incline Walk. That's been my bread and butter. My gym, I used to be able to play solitaire on the treadmill while I did it. I didn't have my hands on the machine, but I loved it because I could just play a few games of solitaire, 20 minutes, boom, you know, and I'd get my walking in. Uh, but the Stairmaster is definitely the king or the queen, however you want to refer to it. But it is just a different level. You know, walking up those stairs, it's just grueling. It's tough. And I find it really does phenomenal things to your physique. Yeah, like Stairmaster, I mean, skipping is amazing. And uh, just the Stairmaster is so good. Like, um, there's just, it's one of those things where it's such good bang for your buck because you're not only like, you know, um, getting the cardiovascular benefits, you're also building your core strength um, just from having, like, without holding on to the machine. Of course, that's one of our biggest tips is don't hold on, but your core strength's being involved, you're you're building your lower body strength, your glutes, your quads, your hamstrings. It's just a great exercise that's low impact and good for joint health as well. So I don't do it a ton. If I had one, I would probably do it much more often. You sweat like crazy. It's a very practical movement and uh even i've had a few clients who don't have a stairmaster i've i've gotten them to run up the or walk start with walking up the stairs um but transition into just kind of doing slow jogs up the stairs kind of trying to mimic the stairmaster and it's been like incredible they're like holy crap that's that's crazy i never knew you could use that for cardio and that's been really good um i love past that um just the 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 piece of equipment i would never buy them because it's like they're like $4,000 and they're like, you know, not as many people are going to use them, but I've always loved the ones that just absolutely destroy you. So my two favorites would be the assault bike and the, um, Jacob's ladder, just because those are like killer. And all you need is a couple minutes. It definitely not as practical as like the Stairmaster or, um, or a treadmill, but, um, you know, just for overall benefits, uh, those ones are like absolutely crazy. Not too many gyms will have those unfortunately. Um, but even the rowing machine, in my opinion, is really, really solid because like you're getting some bang for your buck there because you really target the entire body. You get some back work in from those pulling movements. It's great for your cardiovascular system. It's very low impact. Um, mostly anybody can do it and you get a lot of upper body as well. And then, yeah, just, I love different fun cardio things. Like even battle ropes are always fun. Like I could, I could probably say I love them all, but most people hate cardio, but I actually enjoy doing quite a bit of it. Um, and that's the thing too, yeah. you know, even we, we've talked about this recently, but you know, a lot of people just hate cardio. They give it such a bad name or you can get away without it. But at the end of the day, you know, sweat a little bit. It's very good. You have to make sure you're taking care of your cardiovascular health. And a lot of people argue you will through strength training and uh, hypertrophy. And it's true you will. But, you know, I find it's always good to challenge your body in different ways, to move in different ways, to participate in different forms of activity because, you know, your body's meant to be moved and it's meant to be hyper versatile, you know, and even in terms of, you know, impact and, you know, not getting injured, you know, doing different things, putting your body in different positions. Uh, is how you're going to prevent that, right? You want to make sure it's able to respond and utilize different muscle groups and different movement patterns. So, you know, don't underestimate any form of activity, even if it seems trivial or silly. You know, it's just good to get out there and move and challenge yourself. And that's coming from someone who's always, you know, being big into weights and everything, but it just really does go a long way. Yeah, like the cardio you're going to stick to, the one that you don't dread is always going to be the best one. So these are all suggestions. 
But, um, you know, at the end of the day, the one you have access to, you know, like Josh said, even having a skipping rope, if that's what like you have, you know, in your apartment and that's what's going to be the most convenient and work the best, like that's going to be the best piece of cardio. But they're all great. They all have their benefits. Um, just it's a matter of what kind of you enjoy the most and what, you, what you're not going to skip. And don't sleep on the elliptical either. You know, if you have some problems with your joints or, you know, you've had a lot of injuries, it is an extraordinarily low impact. Um, you might burn a little bit less, but I do really recommend this for people that have a lot of injuries and are really unsure, you know, with their knees and their ankles. It's just, it's very, um, you know, comfortable. You're gliding. You're not necessarily stomping. So, you know, this can do a lot more wonders, especially, you know, for people that are a little older, that is something I really recommend. Okay, sweet. And so what I notice is the first two questions, nutrition related, uh, next one, cardio related. And we have not talked in a while about strength training. Okay. So we do believe strength training will always be number one for everything you're trying to do. Obviously situational, but for the most part, it's great. So Josh, right now I have a question for you. I just came up with it. He's a couple months out, probably three months out from his powerlifting meet. You know, he's hitting numbers. I've never seen him hit for like compounds and he's getting crazy strong like 315 for like like 10 reps if you wanted to it's just it's incredible so three what oh for bench yeah for bench no okay. for squat and deadlift that's that's cake for you <laughs> so my question because i'm i'm looking to get back into my strength training pretty soon i've taken a bit of a break and it's been nice but i'm excited what are you doing differently right now to get ready for your your powerlifting meet you have crazy numbers you want to hit like what's what's been going on lately like for the past like month or so I'd say like the thing that's helped me the most with strength training lately, there goes my phone, is I've just uh, stopped making excuses and skipping. I literally made it one of my goals uh, this month to skip no compounds. So even when I don't feel like it, obviously, you know, if you think you're going to get injured or something, that's a different story. But, you know, it's a lot of the time it's easy to self-justify. Like even today I had some heavy squats and I'm like, oh, I could just skip my front squat accessory work. Like it's the last thing I want to do after, you know, my heavy squats I was doing three by four, 465 squats. And then I was just doing, um, you know, three by eight, 225 front squats, Jeez. you know, as my back off volume. And then tomorrow I know I have three sets. I think of 565 for one rep or 545 for one rep. So I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should be, you know, pre-fatiguing, you know, my core and my balance and all these things. But, you know, I like having that goal and goal setting in particular, me and Kyle have been doing a lot of lately. And I just changed my framework. Like I even trained with my brother yesterday and he goes, oh, I can't hit this squat this is the most i hit like six months ago so i don't think it'll be good for me to hit it and i was like so why do you keep limiting yourself like you know and this is where i went wrong previously is i was really strong i always thought i was near my ceiling and i'm like yeah that's the most i ever do at 500 deadlift gets scary at 300 bench gets scary like to me these were the barriers in my mind but instead i'm like eh, why am i thinking so small like let's really test those numbers like why can't i pull 900 pounds even though you know that's just about you know, impossible for someone of my weight. I mean, who, who's to say it's not right. So I've just been trying to not put limits on myself. And that's something me and Kyle have done a lot too with this business. And, you know, I've been trying to take that more seriously and, you know, just stop, uh, you know, limiting my mindset or my understanding and just trying to, you know, really challenge myself. And I figured out the worst case, you know, I do it and I hate it and I can get away from it, but I've been doing it over and over and I've been liking it more. I've been feeling better, less injured, more confident, stronger, bigger. So I've been happy. I guess that's uh, what I've been up to. Cool. So yeah, obviously he's got great programming. That's the number one thing, but actually, no, that's not number one, but number one is just that, is that mindset. And, uh, I've been wondering, cause I've just been seeing him literally destroying it and I've been kind of doing my, my baby weights for now, 
but it's been cool to see because I was just curious what's different. And I think that's, you know, a very good point where like, just the more I learn, the more I listen to even David Goggins and jump into this, you know, I'm doing my, my half marathon training, all that stuff. Um, it's just the mindset is literally the most powerful thing in the world. You go into a lift, you go into a workout, you tell yourself you're going to fail. You're not going to do it. You know, you're weak. You're it's going to happen. Like that's exactly what's going to take place, um, day in and day out. So you've just got to switch that mindset, you know, you know, just click that button. That's just going from like, instead of I'm weak, like I'm strong, I can do this. You know, it's obviously easier said than done, but, uh, that was a great point. And, uh, I just thought a lot of people would probably benefit from that question. Yeah. And I, I even love the concept of governors. Uh, yeah. so there's one guy here in our gym, um, you know, Paul, the owner of this actual facility, he, uh, every day he complains cause his car has a governor on it. Jeez. So he can only go so fast, right? When he's coming here, he's in the back roads early in the morning and he goes, ah, oh, I keep hitting the stupid governor. It's not very high, but you know, he's, it drives him nuts that it's there. So even though his speedo says he can go a certain speed, the car only allows him to maybe do like 60% of that. Right. Um, so a lot of people, you know, will put the same governor on themselves and they'll only allow themselves to work up to a certain potential. You know, maybe it's that 50%, 60%, 70%. Uh, but if you can break through that and, you know, redefine what's possible and, you know, adapt upwards to new stressors. And, you know, once again, you see it with people too, like people that never study and they think it's impossible to study. Like, you know, even that is a skill you have to work on. You have to get better at it. You have to improve it. It's a muscle you have to flex. And the same goes with the gym. Same goes with pushing yourself with self-development. Same goes with like, you know, building meaningful relationships with reading even you know time and time again i hear i can't read reading's too hard i've never been a good reader i'm not a good reader i'm not school smart you know but just like that it's a muscle you have to flex you know i've had those same thoughts to myself like eh, it's kind of hard you know but when you actually and i remember kyle too one time i, I was asking what he's reading or something and i said you haven't read and he goes i don't read i listen because <laughs> he <laughs> <laughs> he was very passionate about listening, but then I know for a while we did some reading challenges and now I think he reads a lot. Well, you, buddy, to. I read an, an hour a day, every single day. Wow. That's very, that's better, and, uh, way better than me before. Well, yesterday was 30 minutes, but still very impressive. The but point is like, the point is, yeah, he yeah. probably had to flex. Okay. You, you take over. No, I was just like, it's funny because I used to tell myself I've been doing yoga every single day for 30 minutes every night too. Anyways, it's just funny because like, it's just all about like your mindset. Like if you tell yourself like before when Josh, like I get defensive sometimes when like you know even before he's like oh you're not reading like you don't and it's true like I just I was like so stuck I was like I'm not reading I'm 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 I don't have any time to read right instantly by me saying I don't have time to read and I'm driving I'm doing this like I'm not looking for solutions right but now that I'm like how can I dedicate one hour every single day it's possible 30 minutes whatever it is to read to read my book and it's just like it becomes simple and that's the same with strength it's the same with reaching your goals it's the same whatever if you actually Oh, you're open-minded and you look for solutions it's crazy what you can accomplish you just got to make habits right like and you know take those ceilings off yourself like you know if you're someone who didn't even graduate high school and reading scary to you why can't you get good at it you know like yeah, too many people really truly limit themselves and it's sad to see like the one thing I hate the most too like you know I mentioned this but when I train people I work with people and they go I suck I can't do this I'm the worst with it it's like you know why why are you even saying that you know instead of saying things that are going to bring you down like empower yourself like you know as funny as it is sometimes too like even for the strength training I wanted to set my goals a lot higher you know I'm like eh, why can't I be like you know the strongest in my country or the top 10 strongest in my country you know instead of thinking so small and if I 
I fall short of that, that's a lot better than setting little ceilings on myself. And, you know, even self affirmations, like every day in my journal, I've mentioned it, but I, every day at the end of my journal, I say today is going to be a fantastic day without fail. And it could literally, I could know it'd be the most boring, worst day of my life, but I write that in there no matter what. And, you know, in my head, I start to think, oh, it will be a good day. Maybe like, you know, and you start to see the sunshine, you know, if all you ever think is clouds and you never allow yourself to go outside, you know, you're not going to see the sunlight. So you really got to re reframe things in your mind. You can apply this to everywhere in life, but by reworking that and even like, look now Kyle's a beast reader. That's even better than me. I read before bed, but I, I, I don't know. It, it varies, you know, 10 minutes, maybe to an hour, but you know, you just got to flex that muscle, you know, get into a habit. And when you create habits, especially with things you don't want to do, that's how you see big results. Yeah, I love it. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to share this. Uh, I'm also going to put a link down in the description. Um, if you listen to this every single day, it's by David Goggins, True Dog Mentality, the most motivational video. Um, every time I'm out for a run, every time before a workout now, I listen to it and it's just, it's insane. Just like you, you just got to find, find those right resources and find the right tools just to kind of help you level up. And I believe every person here is bought, um, is literally capable of anything like I just had a girl inquire for coaching she said hey I want to lose this much by this date you know let me know if that's realistic I'm like absolutely like anything is possible you sound like you're someone that's willing to put in the work like we can achieve anything together and that's the truth is having an online coach as well who has that like mindset like Josh and I believe we can literally help anybody in this world do whatever the heck they want no matter how stupid it is as long as we have the right game plan the right mindset and the right approach we can help you do literally anything you want to run a marathon you know next week okay we'll help you you want to help you want to squat 700 pounds we'll find a way right there's some unrealistic things but you know if you want someone that's actually going to be there and going to help you level up and like realize that you set way too little goals and we need to get to the next next level hit us up like we're your guys we will take care of you we'll inspire you you know we're not just guys who want to motivate you want to educate you inspire you and motivate you to get the results you deserve that's awesome. All right. So we look forward to helping you get in the best shape of your life. Once again, the sale is ending. So if you've been putting it off, now is the time to stop. And, you know, same thing with, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for a coach. Maybe they'll call me out. Like, no, now is, now is the time. You know, take advantage of it. Jump on it. We want to help you. You know, we're going to give you everything you need to succeed. Uh, you just got to start with that commitment with, uh, you know, get the ball rolling of submitting an inquiry. And then, you know, in a few months, you're going to look back and go, wow, that's the best decision I made. I'm in better shape than I've ever been. And that's how we're going to take it to the next level. So once again, and you can do that um, by following us on Instagram at C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Even if you're not going to submit an inquiry, definitely make sure to follow us there. Uh, it's the easiest way to talk to us, submit questions, see what's going on. We're doing tons of great content on Instagram. You know, we'll do mini episodes and little tidbits of, you know, advice, form how-tos, everything, sharing successes, sharing, you know, specific podcast information. So make sure to follow us there. Submit inquiry, submit an inquiry if you're ready to get in the best shape of your life. Just message us, I'm ready to get in the best shape of my life, and we'll uh, get the ball rolling there. Thank you so much for listening. Meow. And as always, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We really hope we could bring enough value to help you all become fitter, healthier, and happier within your fitness journey and lifestyle. And if you could, we have an amazing goal right now of 200 reviews on iTunes so more people can discover this show. And it would mean the world if you could take some time to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. You can do that by going ahead to the App Store and downloading the podcasting app, searching Fit Healthy and Happy Podcast, clicking five stars, doing a short little write-up. And for doing that, we actually want to get some free gifts sent out to you. So in order to claim those gifts, leave that review, take a screenshot, post it to your story, and tag our Instagram at ColossusFit, C-O-L. 
L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. And for being an amazing person and helping us, you know, get to this goal and sticking around during this podcast, we're going to get some absolutely 100% free stuff sent out to you. Thank you so much for listening. See you in the next episode.